Blog Talk Radio. We need to get feedback. We're about to up it up. 
We're about to go ahead again and get this website started. We're going to start doing more blogs on MySpace and Facebook. We're going to start talking to people and keeping it real with people. A lot of people need to know what's going on because a lot of people be down with us because they think, okay, since y'all are young, how y'all know about relationships? It don't matter about the age. It's about the experience and about where you've been around to, you know, because it's not so hard because people make it hard. You don't need a degree for all this stuff, man. You don't have to do that. I mean, I'm doing this out my heart for free, you know what I'm saying? But if you require me to come over there and basically have to keep going over and over again, yes, it's going to come to some fees. But that's the thing right here. We're trying to help you out, give you free information, trying to enlighten you on possibilities that you are able to handle, something that you ain't thought of yet. It might not be your answer, but it could be a possibility that you could try. We're not giving you no absolutes, but we're trying to give you some good ideas. And also with that in mind, for you to contact this show, you need to call in at 646-716-7911. Again, 746-716-7911. Now, how to access all our shows is basically going to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore true forward slash speed. All that right there, we give you all the shows that we have did ever since August of last year. And you can download them, put them on your iPod, right-click on it where it says download, save as target, and you're good to go. Let your friends listen to because, man, we're going to chop up some real shit because I'm really feeling it, man. I'm trying to get this thing going. Mr. LeBond is kicking it high notch. We're getting business cards out there, man. We're just trying to promote. We're going to get shirts soon. We're going to get a lot of things going on because we're not playing with jazz. We're trying to keep it real. And a lot of people think we're bullshitting here, but we're not bullshitting. We're going to give it to you real, and we're going to keep it going. Now, with all that say, I know y'all want to know what is the topic. What is the topic? Hold on. Hold on. I got a feeling. Hold on. Thank you. Our topic for today is this. Why are most men not coming 100% when approaching a woman and telling her what he wants? A lot of ladies are interested with And I don't know, some people on Facebook are shy, but people got a lot of maybes on listening to the show. I know people listen to the show. They're just scared to declare themselves as actually listening to the show. There's nothing wrong with you listening to a show to educate yourself. Fuck what people say but we're going to give you the real truth. And your girls ain't going to be able to tell you all this. And your homeboys might not even want you to hear this because there might be some simp-ass dudes that be tricking. They don't want this out the bag. But me and Mr. LeVon's about to handle it because it's kind of fun that me and Mr. LeVon, he did a study about it, and I was doing my studying as well. I was getting a book about nonverbal cues, all types of things about how you know how to read a person. But a lot of people want to know, you know, Dwayne, he's coming 100%, and we're about to give it. I'm about to give you another description of this show. This show will give you examples of how staffers that try to step to you as a female and tips for the fellas out there that's listening on how to be real with a woman and let her know what you want. If that means you just want to get some ass, if you're just trying to get some money, whatever, we're going to get you there. And I'm just keeping it real because I don't know what everyone want. I mean, some guys don't want ass. They just want to get that money. Some guys just want ass. But hey, it's all good. But let me ask Mr. LeBon, what do you think about this so far? 
I think um, this is definitely one of the most important things, how we perceive other people before we even get into a relationship is probably, how could you say, sort of the cornerstone of evaluating ourselves and each other in the first place. And there is definitely a very big problem with how people come to understand each other, how they call themselves getting knowledge and experience about people a lot of times. And it's probably very common, you know, people just focus on the rumors that they hear rather than actually knowing somebody and learning for like for yourself. And that's what the big problems in relationships is. We're always hearing about somebody through somebody else. We're like, hey, who's that girl right there? What kind of stuff she do and everything? Or the ladies are like, who's that nigga right there, man? Who has he been with? What has he been doing? Who is he? All the other shit. We don't really engage each other like we used to. Wow. That's not static, y'all. That's um, Evan being ghetto as hell and getting a drink. <laughs> gotta have a drink. Because I'm about to open it up. I'm about to open a can. I got my Captain Morgan here, and I'm about to lay it down on y'all. You know, this is getting me a little bit loose, because I'm about to give you the real me. And I ain't gave y'all real me in a while about this topic. Well, with my, I did a two-page report here, you know, chopped it up, because I have a lot of stuff on my mind. A lot of people think that's crazy, but nothing's wrong with getting a lot of stuff on your mind. The thing is... When you get it on your mind, you need to do something with it. Either you're going to make it go away or you're going to put it down with notes. Because i got good notes here. And my thing is I'm going to give you the history of it, of how it started, how men today, or not today, I ain't saying all men, because Mr. LeVon, Mr. 910, me, I know we know how to approach people. You know, it's not, oh, man, she ain't going to talk to me shit like that. Like, if she don't talk to me, she don't want to talk to me, okay? But a lot of guys put their heart on their sleeve and go out there and try to uh, talk to a woman, get all emotional over some bullshit. You don't know the woman from a can of paint, the bitch might be crazy. But I'm going to go ahead because I know a lot of ladies want to know why won't they come stuff up. I need a real man. But I'm going I'm to put it on you, ladies. I'm going to put it on you. And you're welcome to call in anytime you want to. But hold on, let me get me a little sip real quick. That's good, that's good. Anyway, the reason why most men would not step up to women is because they are afraid. Now, society, well, the society that you know as America, had this twist ever since the 1940s. 1940s dealt with a war, a great war, the second great war, World War II. Okay, with that in mind, you know, Mr. LeVon, that women start to work in the workplaces, you know, factories to get these parts out here to the soldiers, jeeps, weapons, all types of things. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, they had to replace the men because men was out there fighting. Not all men went, but some men went. Okay, as a result of this action, women start earning money and saw that they could potentially be the breadwinner. And some of them did end up being breadwinners because some of these guys didn't make it back. As you know, people do have casualties to war. Now, I know y'all like, how has this got to relate to men or the way they are? Listen to me. I'm about to get you right there. It ended up being like this because for the first time, you know, women was liberated. They had the mind right, you know. They had a a a a of their rights, basically. They had more rights than they have 
a few days, you know, a few years ago before the war and stuff, and it started upping it up. And, you know, in the 60s, we're going through the 60s now, they had that stuff together as well, too, liberation, women's rights, things of that sort. And another thing about men being afraid, a lot of men are afraid of a woman working. Like I heard some guy say about Hillary at the time, they're afraid of Hillary being president because they don't want a woman president. They never experienced a woman president, but the thing is, a lot of guys out here are afraid to basically be related to something like this. They don't want no woman in power. Some guys intimidate. I knew one guy, Mr. LeBron, that told me that his woman couldn't make more money than him. But she was an engineer major, and he was a major that didn't make that much money coming out of school. He had to go get his doctors and all that shit. What do you think about that? I guess it really just goes to show how certain trends are changing, how very slowly a lot of the old uh, superstitions and stereotypes about women are slowly being, how could you say, shattered, just like it is any minority in a culture like ours. I think it's um, a very good thing because it's really been to show that in America this is so-called idea that we have, what you call diversity, but in truth, the diversity, in my opinion, is sort of like a front in order to assimilate people to a culture that still has the same standards it already has. When you hear American, you still don't hear, um, especially when you talk about specific cultures, per se, when you talk about, like, focusing on your culture, for instance, um, African-Americans when they're portrayed on television somehow as being extreme just because they want to learn more about their native heritage, etc. You don't hear the African or the Asian or the Chinese way. You don't hear that in America, yet those are parts of America's diversity, are they not? You don't. And I think this is just beginning to um, start the bridge changes that we're having and how we perceive each other. Yeah. And another thing on that as well, too, they might sound sexist. I'm just telling you from the perspective of what I saw in workplaces of today, a lot of men, and you notice, men cannot use what women can use. Women got power. I'm going to let y'all know that women have power to look, style, sex appeal. You couldn't use that on no male boss unless he was the same way. He was swinging that way. That is a form of power right there. Because a lot of ladies are moving on up, okay? And some guys got the idea, well, if she does this for me, I'm going to make her a manager. Shit like that. Shit happens like that every day. And it goes back and forth, but it's more with the women than it is with the man. The woman might come in there new, you know, don't, you know, don't have anything really. Like, she has the education, uh, but she got to get her foot in the door. So things can happen. I have a true story with that. It doesn't deal with management. It doesn't have to do with none of that shit. The thing happened was a woman wanted to go to the new AT&T store and get a phone. She didn't have good credit. So they told her she had to pay like $1,000 plus three-some dollars for the phone or whatever, something like that. And she said, man, can we work something out? She told him, she asked the manager that could she work something out. Now, one of my homegirls told me this. Her ass ended up working something out, all right. She let him have some ass, right? And she dropped the price, well, he dropped the price down drastically. And she turned around and told her daughter, ain't nothing wrong with it if you got it. So that's what I'm pointing that to now. Now, all ladies don't do that now. Some ladies have respect for themselves. The other ones, hey, they're going to do what they got to do. Because you can look at this like the video chicks. 
you saw the video chick uh, documentary that they had on VH1. It's talking about how some of these women would have sex with all the rappers to try to get on top, things like that. And, you know, Karen Stephens was trying to do that, but I guess her ass got mad because no one was going to give her no money. So she told on everyone and made her money that way. But I digress. I want to go keep going on to this. After the perspective has changed, like LeVon say, after World War II, marketers saw that the increasement of women in the workplace led to more products geared towards women, since there are more women than men, as you know, Mr. LeVon. They saw basically that, hey, if we can sell this idea to a woman, because a woman's going to be quicker to buy sometimes than a man as far as, you know, getting to the emotional part right there. Now, back in the day, and this is before my time. I'm not no old dude, man. I'm just telling you from experience. People I heard who I hang out with, I have a grandfather, you know, he lived 80-some years old, whatever. But the thing is, let's say a woman went ahead and bought a washer or a refrigerator without the man's permission using his money. He checks her. He's saying, look, I don't need that shit. You take that shit back. Now, since she has her own money, she can do what she wants to do. If that's what it is, basically, right there. Look at all the ads for a second. Look at the ads for uh, for all the women products. If you notice, are they more ads than they are for men? It's not more for women than it is for men, you think about it. Think about CoverGirl. Think about acne commercials. They always have a woman on there. There's a few ones. There's a few of them out there that basically have their thing going on for men. Very few. I want y'all to look at that. Let's take a closer look at it. Now, let's jump into the 1990s with sexual harassment. We got something going on with that. A lot of men were scared to approach women right then and say things that they usually say to get a woman's attention, like, hey, bitch, come over here, shit like that. Well, you know, you want to fuck tonight? You can't say that in the workplace. You know that. Come on, guys, wake up. You can't say that shit at work. A lot of guys got fired. And now, for example, if a CEO was trying to holler at an intern and she uh, she tried to make some money off of him, you know, and you want, you know, she, she either wanted to make some money or she wanted to move up on her job on a full-time position. You know, she's an intern. She's trying to get a full-time position or get her money increased. And if you're not having it, some women took advantage of this thing called sexual harassment. And you know, guys, you know this shit out here. You know this too, Mr. Vaughn. A lot of guys out there got had up with this shit. All things she had to do was basically say that she was sexually harassed. You know? That's all she had to do. Then they, even though they got to prove it, you suspended. You know that, right, Mr. Levon? What? You'll be suspended. It basically, let's just say you was a, a worker at work or whatever, and some girls say you touched her ass or you say something vulgar to her. They're either going to slide your ass out the door or they're going to suspend you. Even though you might not even dish shit, they have to prove it sometimes. Sometimes they only do that. They take a word. Yeah. But, but most laws, other than that, most laws in the land gave women different time frame for prison time compared to men. For example, I don't know if y'all was looking at it, but the Barbie Bandits, it was in the news a few weeks ago, Barbie Bandits was uh, robbing banks. And they only gave them maybe two months in jail or some shit like that, where 
some black guys, I think in Atlanta, Georgia, they did the same shit, the same style, so if they were black, now they're talking about giving them 15 to 20 years in jail. Different laws. If you will ever watch a, movie, a TV show called Snap Fellas out there, a woman do some crazy shit like kill a man or whatever, they don't really kill those women. They either give them life or some shit like this. Sometimes they get off. But if it was a man, man has to do more damage. He has to do more time on most cases. Now, for example, I got one for you that really happened to some guys out here. If a woman call the police and say that you hit her, no matter what you say or where you are at, the police will lock your ass up and then talk to you later about it. What do you think about that, Mr. LeVon? Yeah. Um, the threat of like on the threat of being accused of certain things like that definitely gives the advantage for some people. For um, most, they would like to say the race card or for women... There's a whole feminism card, um, I'd like to say, when it comes to chauvinism and everything. The pressure, I think there's a lot of the pressure of being discriminated upon in that aspect is very real, but there are those that have that as an advantage to get further or put fear in other members or whatever, definitely. Yeah. I mean, just look at what happened with the whole Duke Lacrosse case right there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example right there. That slipped my mind, the Duke Lacrosse case. And um, in this sense, it's just like, yeah, we, we, I really didn't look at her down because she was, um, you know, a stripper or anything like that. But naturally, the way the media plays it, they're calling her one, so people are automatically going to respond in a negative fashion because of what that's normally associated with. And in this case, you finally find out that the guy who's pushing this whole investigation talked to a woman who said she was maybe 70% when she was identifying some of the people, maybe 70% um, sure that that was the person that was supposedly raping her or assaulting her. Yes, and they took her word for it to all that shit back because she kept changing up her story and it found that this woman had a problem where she lied all the time. But they, they had a record. They got locked up. They just took her word automatically, locked, her, uh, locked them guys up. I know, and this and what was most ironic about this was one of the people that she kept blaming had, you know, what she that she had so called identified. When I remember when they showed that tape of him, the very, t- at very same hour she was supposedly a rate, getting something from an ATM machine. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, he's supposed to be raping you right now, not um, checking his you know bank account. It really goes to show a lot. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to it, yeah, the fear of being blacklisted in any perspective, just like when a person um, who isn't a minority faces the fear of being called a racist because he doesn't hire a black man or a Hispanic person or somebody else, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Now, with this in mind, folks, the thing that worried guys is that you, that they do not know which woman is crazy or not by just looking at it, because you can't really tell. Guys cannot tell which one of y'all asses is crazy and which one is not, because y'all be doing some crazy shit sometimes. Like, when I'm in crazy stuff, y'all might be tripping out or whatever. You can't tell yet, really. That might not be a telltale sign. You might have your moments, ladies. Like, a guy might have this moment where he's pissed off. You don't know if the man's going to be an abuser or not. 
He's going to be a charming person or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He's looking good and shit, and then all of a sudden he comes up in your ass. You don't know what the fuck is going on. That's the thing is, for the guys, for the guys, in our perspective, approaching a woman, we really do need to know who the fuck we're we laying with. Like Mr. LeVon said, because she don't know the bitch is crazy enough. I know that I counter many good-looking women that were crazy in that damn mind. And you really do got to set up. Because some dudes think that shit's sexy or some shit. Like, talk to a crazy woman. But you got to know, no matter how good that pussy is, no matter how good that shit is, fucking with a crazy woman will get your ass fucked up. Your life can be all fucked up. It's not having your credit all fucked up, police reports locking you up. Because if you get a record, especially if you're a black man, that's it, man. That's it. <laughs> I know, and I mean, courts have already shown that you're, um, that based on the cases, judges are most likely to rule harsher on you just because you're a black um, person. Yeah. I know it's a shame people can say whatever the f- they want to. I know there's some benefits that are coming, things that are changing in history and whatnot, but court studies still show it. I mean, you look it up yourself. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Very ridiculous. Now, if y'all want to call in, again, the number is 646-716-7911. Come chop it up with us. Come talk to us. Give us your thoughts. Tell us what you think about this. Because, really, honestly, we're trying to get to the damn truth. I'm not trying to bullshit with you. I'm trying to come here straight from the survival scrolls that I know that is real. Now, let's keep going on here with media. Because, ladies, I'm trying to open y'all damn minds up, really. Because you want to know why these niggas don't want to talk to you and shit. You got niggas out there that would talk with you wishing that more niggas would come talk to you. The ones that right got their shit together, they got too much at stake here. But I'm going to tell you some of the bullshit that's been going on. Because right now, y'all motherfuckers are asleep right now. Everyone's on, not everyone, I, I take that, but not everyone. Most of these people own the fucking blue pill. The blue pill called it ignorant and bliss. If you ever watched The Matrix, I'm using terminology from there. Most people own that. They don't even know what the fuck they want in a man. You as you listened to the last show, well, two shows ago, asked girls what they want in a man. They didn't know. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why that shit's going on. I'm going to help your ass wake up to some shit here. Now, wake up. I'm about to give it to you. Okay. Media. There are more movies made geared towards women than compared to men. Look over the years how movies were made manly, such as Dirty Harry, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, Scarface, John Wayne movies, Die Hard. Now, compare those to the movies that are made for men out there now, but look at what the women are having out here as far as uh, more movies for women. And I can prove this shit. Y'all think I'm bullshit talking off the top of my neck here, you know. Look at it. The Devil Wears Prada, Waiting to Exhale, Juno. Medea's family reunion, et cetera. Now, what you got to do, because some people are Medea, Medea, look at who it's geared to. You have a lot of uh, sassy, big chicks in there. You know, it gives you empowerment. Like, I, can, I don't have to take this shit from no man. Shit like that. But look at the thing. This is what I want y'all to do. When y'all get a chance, go to yahoo.com. Go now. Go check it up right now and look at the movies. Look at what's playing right now. Count how many movies you think a man would go see. Be honest with yourself. Don't bullshit yourself. And look at how many women movies there are out there. 
is more geared towards the women than it is with the men. Now, with that in mind, I bet you you're saying, well, whatever. I bet you $100 right here. I challenge anyone right here. $100 right now. You come point that shit out to me. There ain't been a lot of good movies out there like they used to be. But going on, if if you're looking at shit that's flopped, that's whack, that don't count. I'm going to tell you the last man movie that I think was a pretty good movie and it didn't have all that lovey-dovey shit going on. It was Die Hard. I'm not trying to be like, well, I don't want to look at no romance movies, but there's a lot of shit going on. And the thing is, as men, as people in America, people love going to the movies and shit. If there ain't nothing else on, they're going to watch wherever, okay? Now, that, guys don't have an idea of what a, a manly role is. How, how you see in these old movies, uh, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, shit like that. If they didn't have any role models, like father, uncle, shit like that. They think in all this lovey-dovey shit, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to do like Peter Parker did on Spider-Man 3. You know, go dancing in this damn black outfit, hand some roses out to Mary J. Shit like that. And a guy does that in real life, you think that nigga wet. Because he don't know better. The nigga don't know better. And y'all don't tell him. You need to let him know, look, that ain't cool. Don't give me no roses on first. Now, women ain't going to really do this. Honestly, y'all not going to do this shit. Because the thing is, the thing is with that, you're going to be like, hey, I'm not going to turn down a rose. Just like a man. If a, if a woman offers him an ass, he's not going to turn it down necessarily. Most guys won't, especially in the South. Most of these guys down here in the South will fuck anything that walks. And I know. I saw this. I talked to people and said, hey, fuck it. This guy is a pussy there. So what do you got to deal with here, you know? I know that's, that's crazy. But as I go on, I want to talk about TV shows and then bring Mr. LeVon back in on his thoughts about media trying to shape what women think what a man should be. Okay, TV shows that dumb down men. I couldn't have a lot of them because I don't watch the whack shit, but I'm just be real with you. Dancing with the Stars, Everybody Loves Raymond, The Bachelor, and Flavor of Love. I have to say Flavor of Love. I don't care what you say. With all these shows being thrown at a man, let's say in his 20s, he is not receiving instructions on how to be a real man. So this shit's been going on since the 80s. So if you 20, 21, you really don't know what manly shit is unless someone popped in a Scarface thing and said, this is what a real man do, tell you shit. I mean, he ain't selling drugs, but, you know, the attitude of Scarface, like, he's a man, he's not backing down, where you got some and say, yes, deal, dear, I do it, I do it. Just like I think I love my wife. If you ever saw that Chris Rock, how... It shows that shit really does happen, where his wife don't give him none. Things like as far as Chris Rock want to do things with his wife, it was just fucking born. You know what I'm saying? He's got his fucking mind, you know? Shit like that. They think, you know, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, keep my woman happy, you know, do whatever she says, whatever. And a lot of guys are scared. They don't know... Yeah, they do because, yes, they do what you say. You still fuss at them. They scared. Next time they get in a relationship, they might not even want to relate. They might not even want to talk to no one. That's the problem out here. But uh, if I'm saying to this, the only teacher that they're receiving here, if it's not the father, uncle, grandpa, someone, a male role model, a positive role model, not no fucking crackhead ladies, not no fucking crackhead guys. I'm talking about some real motherfuckers that did some shit back in the day, used to hang out, knew the shit. 
they TV or their teachers is TV magazines that are written by women who don't know shit about a man and peers who are lost their own damn selves. You know what I'm saying? They're off their goddamn mind, you know? I'm just keeping it real. But now I turn the floor to Mr. LeVon about media. What do you think about media? Um, I definitely agree, especially when it comes to the reality shows. All it does in many cases either exaggerate or exacerbate the image of men and women in particular, especially with flavor of love. I mean, you remember you remember they had those twins up there. Mm-hmm. Um, thing one and thing two, and they're both at what? One clock? One clock now. It's yeah. like hell, are they both gonna end up with flavor flavor at the end of the show? And then they finally brought that issue up and it's just so amazing because it's like hell. Real life, you know, that shit ain't really going to happen. That's nasty as hell. And you got enough people out here that already think low about black women, and then when they see them up there, all it does to them is prove whatever they feel to believe is right in their opinion. We know they're bigger than what a lot of people say about them, but the fact is because the media only focuses on the things that are automatically going to get the reaction they want, we're only going to see it from a biased point of view, just like the whole thing with Reverend Wright when they kept showing all those damn clips, of what, like five-minute clips of what is that didn't even recommend, um, represent his entire life, stuff like that. That's how the media is, especially when it comes to relationships. They're always trying to use this sort of formula, some kind of image that seems to speak to the times. It doesn't really teach the times of I mean, hell. Sure, young kids have been through too, but hell, our brains don't stop developing until our 30s. You got that? You're not, even if you're 21, still not really an adult yet, not until your brain stops. Your brain is still developing. You're still becoming a person. You're not an adult until you're 30, my friend. And in this case here, when it comes to relationships, like you said, we got all these people out here who are talking like they've been through so much. They literally have not done shit. They have not. They probably haven't even been on a date before, probably haven't even given a first kiss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, they're somehow, they're somehow experts at this stuff. And, and like we said before, it's this whole lack of communication, and that's another big problem. When we look at... um and whatnot, because I was talking to him and I had to do a presentation on it earlier today. It's We're trying to communicate an image that they call a nonverbal form of communication, but in reality, we've got to realize when people look at us, they're not going to always get the message we're trying to give them. There's always the chance that the message will get pushed out of proportion. Let's say, for instance, we're in the color white. You know, in um, Western culture, sure, it's a sign of purity, innocence, life. But in um, areas, especially in Chinese culture, that's a symbol of mourning, a omen for death, misfortune, a symbol of bad things, not necessarily evil, but definitely not necessarily good either. So we have to really pay attention and realize that depending on the person's exposure to us and our culture, um, the message that we send can either be closer to the truth or very far away from it. And when we look at other people, we've got to realize that their clothing, not they're really not communicating to us necessarily through our clothing. Rather, we're communicating through ourselves by interpreting things based upon our own experiences to seeing those things. Say, for instance, you've been around an area that has a lot of 
um, prostitutes and women that dress in very short skirts. Naturally, if you see a girl dressed dressed in a short skirt nowadays, you're going to automatically think she's probably a little sleazy and morally, you know, lewd, you know, seductive, all kinds of things. It all depends on your exposure. People um, that I did a study on, for instance, I tested them and sought as to whether or not they recognized very obvious symbols of gang affiliation. And these people did not even know. Why? They weren't exposed to it. That's how it is when we look at our culture. We're not communicating to each other directly. We're always trying to rely on something else, trying to use sort of a middleman, and that's what the media is for us. And the middleman, our media in this case, really isn't doing a good job. Hell, they've got, what, maybe five minutes to do a topic every 30 minutes or whatnot? Yeah. So it's not a very successful successful way to go. Then we look at um, television and the different TV shows, and you've got all these caricatures of um, stereotypes of different um, different races or religions. There's uh, always the crazy Bible thumper on a um, on one of those little real world shows, or there's always really crazy, angry wannabe New York on a Flavor of Love or another dating show. There's always this certain image and formula that they develop to repeatedly attract us. We don't ever really go to the people that we're interested in or curious about in the first place. What do you hear? I don't understand why people think like that. I think this. I think that. Do you even know the person you're talking about? No, the hell you don't. You don't even know their first name. And I keep repeating that shit, but it happens so many times that i got to repeat it every time I talk on this show about it. Go talk to the person. Communicate. It's not that hard. I mean, damn, you've got, what, uh, three ways? You've got envy. You've got instant messaging, text messages, all kinds of stuff, all different kinds of ways to communicate, and you're still not going to that person and communicating with them. That's the problem with the youth. We want to think that we've somehow got an edge on life when in reality we're still somewhat hindered by the fact that we really aren't getting anywhere with all these edges and um, abilities that we have, all these, um, how could you say, avenues and advantages. We've talked about how the old people really don't know how to use the computer and all this other stuff, and we joke about that now. And yet we know how to use it so well that we can't even really talk to a person intelligently. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. I want I want to point out another thing too, where people now I talk to guys out here and ask some questions about girls and shit, and they tell me some crazy shit, man, on the streets, man. A lot of guys say they would downgrade themselves to get a girl that you, that is not even on that level. Why do you downgrade? Let's just say the dude is into his books, reading, got his money, about to get his money after you know getting out of school. He already got the job planned. But he'll forfeit all that to talk to some stupid broad that told him that that shit's whack. The reason why she says it's whack because her ass is a loser, and she figures she can trick you. What she might think, well, you know, you shouldn't get it if I didn't get it. And I, I wrote down some notes here. Why would you do some bullshit like that, guys? You know, the thing is, oh, uh, I would say with this. This problem with some of the young guys out here is that they got the wrong idea on how to approach uh, a woman. They don't know how to approach her, man. To me, that is not 100% because they have been fed a lot. 
someone told him to dress like this. He got man, that's how you got to get the girl. That's how you get the girl. It, it's nothing about that, fellas. It's not about that. Gosh, you got to be yourself 100% no matter what. There's always someone out there for you, okay? It's you and y'all and many of them. So you bound to get someone. A lot of TV ads tell men to buy women gifts. Let me ask you this. Why don't they explain why don't they instruct you on when you should do this? They don't never tell you about this. They don't never tell you when you should get the woman the gift. You need to know this stuff. You really do need to know basically what what they want. Why why should you give a woman a gift if she don't deserve it? If someone treats you like crap, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna sit there and take it? Or you gonna be like, Look, I'm not gonna buy nothing. I'm no one's gonna disrespect me on here on giving gifts or whatever. I'm gonna go on to the next one here. Another reason why men won't walk up to a girl and talk to her is that they've grown emotional. The society that we live in now is very emotional and it's turned most of our fellow brethren out there into emotional wildcats. More emotional than some of these women out here. And in my, my opinion, why the hell would you get emotional with a woman that don't even know you really? She don't know you from a can of paint, man. That's the thing. She don't know you from a can of paint, and you already got all these big emphasis already placed on. Too many young guys out here think it's the end of the world, and she says no. That's hardly true. You know, when men learn to accept rejection, you be able to understand it, and besides, you'll be able to get over it quicker. The more you're being rejected, the more you can get over it. For instance, Albert Einstein used to have damn elves in class, but this guy knew how to make a nuclear bomb and basically help end the war in World War II in Japan. I mean, he was part of the Manhattan Project, okay? He knew this stuff. He knew it. So, okay, what's up with that? Let's talk about another person. People don't really talk about Ross Perot. You know, Ross Perot in 1993 was the presidential candidate. And he was being rejected 88 times by the government on government contracts until he got a yes, okay? 88 times this man was rejected. This is money here now. This ain't about no women. This is money. What makes a man keep going back after so many rejections? You know what I'm saying? That's called determination, guys. You've got to have determination. If, if you don't have determination... You, your odds are not going to favor it to you. The thing is, you got to have your thing. You have to be right. You have to bring a lot inside your mind. Inside your mind here, guys. You have to be honest with yourself. Do you really want to keep getting your heart knocked off? You shouldn't even come out with that. Because if a woman basically has problems and she's like, okay, I, I don't like guys, you don't know that. You don't know this woman's issues. She might have a man. She might have some personal issues she's trying to get through. She don't need no one in her life. You don't know that. Just because you say no, it's not the end of the world, guys. You have to stop me. It's because I see this at the gym all the time. It's contagious, too. You got to start hanging around dudes like that, too, scared to talk to girls, because that stuff will spread on you. When you're around guys that basically got their money right, they're doing stuff, they don't talk to girls, they're not scared to holler. You don't have that mentality, but if you run a bunch of losers that are basically scared to talk, they don't know how to talk, 
they ain't got the stuff together, you're going to start falling off towards on that ladder end right there. My thing I recommend to you guys is to get your game together. Don't hang around losers. If you're on weed, get off the weed. If you're just a drunk, get off that drunk mess because you really don't need all that stuff. You can have a little sip here and there like I'm having a sip right now. But look, you don't have to go around being a bum or whatever. But I think you got to go dress to impress. You need to dress how you would be dressing if you if your mom and you was going to go out to a family reunion or some stuff, you know what I'm saying, it's your own family. But don't be dressing all bum, but have your mouth piece together. And too many of y'all guys are here be staying in the blinds. Come real with it. You don't have to do that. I want to go to the final one, then I'm going to turn it back on to Mr. LeVon, because I know I've been taking some time out here, but y'all welcome to call. You can call at 646-716-7911. I'm always welcoming people calling. People can call in all the time they want to. But let me go in on this. The number one thing for you guys out there, this is what you need to do. Be 100% with yourself because at the end, you're going to always be you. You know, you know yourself. Be 100% with yourself. Don't be going to put on makeup on your eyes. I see a lot of guys have to do putting on makeup to get a woman or wearing baggy pants, do-rags and stuff, because you're doing it because you're going to get a woman. Because society's telling you this is how these guys on BET or MTV get women. They wear baggy clothes, got girls in their mouth, but they don't really tell you what type of women that attract. Not all women are going to be attracted to that. Mostly hood rats are going to be attract- attracted to that. Now, women, if you're attracted to some type of mess, you need to grow up out of that. If you're 20, you're about to grow up out of that because you're going to be wanting more. If you 30 or 40-something listen to the show and you talking about this is whack, this type of nigga that you want to talk to in perspective, you need to get your life together for real because that's, that's not even cool. You don't even want that. I believe we got a call here, Mr. LeVon. Let's Uh-oh. bring him in. 580 Hotline, you on. Hey, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. How you doing, sir? What's your name? Name Noel, man. Hey, hey. What, you called last time, didn't you? Uh, I think I had to hit this show before. Okay, okay. What do you think about the thoughts about or uh, why most guys are not coming 100% when talking to women or approaching women? Why most guys are not coming 100%? Because they're insecure. Insecure. You hear that, fellas. You know, I mean, you know, if, 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 if you want realness, right, you know, just, it, it, you just put it out there. Number one, if you come 100% the individual and they don't, they don't sit up here and um, and accept that, then that's not for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 doing this halfway thing all the time. I wonder why our relationship don't work. And and just like I told somebody before, if if I meet a woman and she's talking about, well, I want 50-50, you're not for me. If we ain't doing this 100 and 100 percent. That's it. I ain't playing no 25-25-50-50, you know. That's dead. I feel you on that. I tell them to come 100% too, but I'm coming 100%. Because another thing I pointed out to the guy that was going to be my last note without being honest, let the woman know if you're talking to other people. Don't be ethical. She won't find out anyway. I told a girl, honestly, last night, I was like, yeah, I talk to other people. And she still got me. You can just can't handle the truth. You ask me a question. Shouldn't ask me a question that you really don't want the answer to. I'm not. I don't got time to lie. Cause like you said, you're right. You don't want to be uh, coming fifty fifty. You, I'm gonna come one hundred percent with my stuff. Yes, I do this. I don't go with you, 
that's enough point I made after the thing. Like, if I go with a person, boyfriend, girlfriend, I know I know what I got to do to cut those other people off. But if I'm dating, I date around. Well, that, come, uh-huh. that, that, that's right. You know, my biggest problem is that how many times that we sit up here and we walk into a date with an individual, we pick them up the first day, you take them out, you come back, and so on and so forth. After the days, you take them out. And then two or three weeks, all of a sudden, everybody thinks they're in a relationship, but no one has sat down, right, and, and looked another in the eye and say, look, right, can we establish a relationship? Can we make this thing work? Right? We just assume. We take everything for granted. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, because a lot of people, a lot of, with the younger folks here, they really don't go around. Like, I looked at one article that told me it's not official unless it's on Facebook. I mean, it's gone to that extent. you got to put your stuff on a social network to let people know that you're official. And my thing is when people see me on a computer, I might write a message or send out a text message. They come back and tell me, oh, you sent it to other women. Yeah, I sent it to other women. I'm not stupid. Yeah, you know. And that, they can't say nothing. When you want someone to be honest, because... Mr. LeVon was pointing out that when we went to the store today, he was like, if people can come out more honest, we wouldn't have all these problems that we have now. So, I mean, it's all good. But I appreciate you calling and put you back on hold. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, again, he made a good point there, man. People come in half-stepping and insecurities. Because a lot of guys that don't want to put their heart out there. But I want to go ahead and finish it up on this one right here and give it to Mr. LeVon because Mr. LeVon needs his time on here too. He has to know this is what I have. Uh, you always want to come with a good mouthpiece. I always tell people, come out with a good mouthpiece and speaking the truth. Instead of people trying to clown on you, just tell them what it is. Don't lie say you got a girlfriend and stuff. Don't do that. Be real. You know, if y'all don't have a girlfriend, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have no problems to lie about that. Instead of playing games with these women, because most guys will play games with some of these women out here. You need to know your shit, man. That's all I got to say. You got to come off honest. Know yourself before you go out and talk to women trying to press them. Because you don't know them from a can of paint. Another thing, you got a few that are not hip with it, you know, but as long as you think, what is I right here? You got a few that are not hip with it, but how long do you think it would take before they know you full of shit? Basically saying, you put on a, a, a facade, basically saying, I'm, I'm a hard-up gangster, I'm a thug, LeVon, I'm a thug, I'm, I'm, I'm GQ, stuff like that. And then you encounter a real thug that's been in some games like Mr. LeVon, I'm like, what the fuck you going to do? <laughs> and you with your girl. She going to find out sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And you, you have to tell yourself, really, is this what you really want to have? And as far as when you tell a girl what you want, if you want sex, do you want money? thing is... As far as sex goes, I want y'all to understand, fellas, as sex goes, is that really what you just want for that one night, or do you want to have that for many nights? Do you want to have a relationship with a girl? Do you just want a one-night stand? You really have to be clear with what you want. Some girls not looking for a relationship. They might be down for that one-night stand, but you have to state your intentions clearly. Do you really just want to have that one-night stand? Again, I say, oh, some dudes want that. Really don't do nothing for people who's looking for some serious shit. If you're looking for something that's serious, you need to start gearing your shit towards people that's serious. But don't come off talking about the relationship game. You need to know the person before you even talk about relationships. You really do need to know a person. But now I finally turn to Mr. LeVon again. I want to call in the number 646-716-7911. Go ahead, Mr. LeVon. 
What would you like me to talk about? Uh, any of those three topics I talked about. A lot of guys would downgrade themselves for a reason why men won't walk up to a girl and talk talk to them. Uh, men must be honest. Any of them you want to talk about? Uh, I guess I'll start with the um, men being insecure thing, how they want to downgrade themselves. I think this is a topic that definitely needs to be addressed because too many times on television we hear about women downgrading themselves for men, and that is a bad thing in retrospect, but we need to focus on our aspect of it too because there are plenty of insecure guys out there that are pretty much ruining their lives over relationships that really aren't going to have any future. I think when you look at something, of course, we talked about this before, how sometimes you're going to have to compromise, but compromising doesn't always mean surrendering yourself, surrendering your integrity, surrendering what you need for yourself and your life in um, order to be pleased in that aspect. If you have to... Um, push yourself to the point, like we say, um, guys end up really abusive relationships, um, verbally abusive in this case, or ones where they feel like they're left out, then you really need to find something better to do for yourself. You need to look back at who you are. You need to develop a perspective that's accurate, you know? Um, next, um, about the guys that are, I guess, out here just acting silly and fronting, don't really go to the women anymore. I'd like to um, note how a lot of fellas out here now can sort of a character where they always approach this woman with this sort of identity that really doesn't represent who they are. They play um, all these kinds of games. They stay true to the little rules that people make up about how you're supposed to date. But when a lady meets man, they really don't meet that person. They meet somebody totally different. And that's another big issue, too, with tying in with the honesty. When you go to a woman that you're interested in, and, of course, this is probably a case where you really want a serious relationship, you can't keep going to that woman in a way you would normally approach somebody that you're not really trying to get anything but sex out of, you know? Yeah. You have to... Um, Definitely be a lot more honest, a lot more open. You're going to have to realize that a lot of the cheap excuses you make up, a lot of the little um, tricks aren't tolerable. There's certain limits and boundaries to everything. And when you're not really looking for something that has that kind of seriousness that you want out of it, something that's kind of rewarding in a, how would you say, personal way, then you have to... Um, definitely start restricting certain things you do. Now, that doesn't mean that you limit yourself, say, but that definitely does mean that you avoid a lot of the things that you would normally do in certain situations. Of course, with this issue right here, there's always the problem where there's this notion that you have to change for somebody. And we hear about this all the time, about how people try to change their husband or their wife and a relationship really didn't work out, or they stayed with them because they hoped they were going to change, or the other person felt that they were trying to change so much that they lost who they were, who they were in the role in the relationship. 
And when it comes to that, you really got to pay attention and realize that in many aspects, change really doesn't exist. Just changing your hair, deciding to, um, for instance, take your girl out every now and then instead of the usual stuff that you normally do, um, actually being a lot more, how could you say, flexible, how much you spend on a date, surprising them, those things really don't change who you are. Those things really don't change the relationship if they aren't, um, how could you say, intertwined into the structure of the relationship. That's the problem now. We build a relationship based upon all these different material and conditional rules where it's, okay, I'm dating this person. If they do this with me, if I talk to them for such and such and time, if they cater to this, if they follow this, such and such, then we're in a relationship. And that's the problem now, especially when we want to get serious, because a lot of those conditions will be broken in the end. And we just have to pay attention to how we deal with ourselves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, folks, we are going to do a part two of this. We're going to bring in a special person, Mode One, coming with us uh, to us next week. And we're going to do a part two of this because he has written a book about this. And I don't want to discuss too much, so I want y'all to tune in and listen to what he has to say because he has a lot to say. He's written a book. He's been around the area for a while. You know, he knows a lot of this stuff as well, too. But he's going to give us a different perspective, too. So it will be a part two to this, and I welcome all y'all to call in. Now, the show's about to wrap up, but tonight I want y'all to tune in on Fallen Men where we talk about why do women say one thing and do another because a lot of guys ask me why do they do that. And I'm going to talk about that. It leads on to a discussion of what we're talking about now, but I'm about to go deeper into it. And I hope that y'all listen to it as well, too. Now, I'm going to give out my information now. Y'all better write this down, damn it, because I'm trying to tell y'all some truths here. The website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash nb underscore truth. Check out the show anytime you want to, 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days. Do not miss it. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. If you get screwed, it's your fault, not mine. I'm trying to give you the information. Show number again here is 646-716-7911. Call anytime you want to. Voicemail is 641-715-3900, extension 33271, pound. Call. State your problem. Let us know what's going on. Don't even got to leave your name. We don't put your name out here. I promise you we don't. You don't even got to leave a name. Our email is nb underscore truth at yahoo.com. Hit that up so we can chat. And we've got a home site, which will be abolished real soon. It's going to be gone because we we'll have to get the real thing. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash home dot earthlink dot net forward slash Google Luke Brooks 1302. And again, do not miss out on Fallen Men tonight. The website is www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Fallen Men. Tune in tonight at 8.30 where we're about to lay you down with some truths about why the women say one thing and do another. Again, I thank you for tuning in the show. I thank the caller that called in, Mr. 580, calling in. And we see you soon at 8.30. Next week, do not miss out on this show. It's going to be a part two to this. I thank you and peace out.